The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, we've reached an unparalleled moment. Uh, the Garda Representative Association's first ever vote of confidence or otherwise in Commissioner uh, Drew Harris. The polls have closed. The votes uh, are about to be counted. We'll be talking to Conor Lally of the Irish Times. Uh, he's the Irish Times Crime and Security Editor in a moment. But first of all, Brendan O'Connor, President of the uh, Garda Representative Association, which organised the vote, is on the line. Uh, Brendan, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, the vote is in. What can you tell us about it? How how big uh, an electorate did you find? Well, unfortunately, Pat, I can't actually confirm anything on that front because our our, our ballot has been counted by an independent auditor and it's completely confidential, so we actually won't have any result until tomorrow morning, so I can't indicate other than we believe that there is uh, quite a lot of interest going by the inquiries received at our own office of people wishing to update their address mm. and ensure they got a ballot. So okay, well, what's the potential electorate? How many members do you have in the GRA? Um, we have just under 11,000. Okay, and so. what uh, in your mind would be a convincing number uh, who would cast their vote? I mean, if you got 2,000 casting their vote, that wouldn't be impressive. If you got no, it wouldn't be. We, we would we would we would expect uh, for for any vote to have any weight, we'd have to have a significant number. And I suppose the overall number of ballots cast, we would like to see a majority in, in with whatever the result would be that would be carried by a majority of members. Would as in the specific number, more than half of our members would actually have have indicated. A, a, okay, so whichever a, way it goes, way. you'd like five and a half thousand plus uh, to carry the day, whichever way it went. Well, I mean, to give to give the result a, a mandate and authority, and to have it t- t- for for to inform discussions going forward, it would have to have a, a significant um, a significant uptake. So that's what we await. Yeah. Now, when do you expect it to have the result? And you know, will you give us chapter and verse in terms of the total valid poll, uh, spoil votes, uh, all of that sort of thing? Oh yes, yeah, so we're a very transparent organisation, so that'll all be published. So we're hoping to, uh, uh, about 11.30 tomorrow morning, we hope to have a result. We obviously, out of courtesy, we have to inform the Garda Commissioner of the result, and then we will announce it publicly at a press conference tomorrow morning at our offices. Well, I'd be obliged if you do it before 12 o'clock, before I go off air. <laughs> well, we, <laughs> that would be very just, useful. <laughs> just, you, you'll be aware of the result, but whether or not we'll have some of the people to speak, we don't know. Now, we, we've been talking to uh, some people in uh, the force, and, um, you know, they're completely, um, I suppose, alienated by this whole public process that's going on uh, because there's 10 million euros worth of uh, money being allocated to sorting out uh, visibility of Garda Siakona in Dublin city centre. But uh, first of all, they tell us that you need specific individual permission from a chief superintendent to go over 50 hours of overtime in any given month. Which... Um, yeah. Yeah. That, that's I suppose that that's just indicative of some of the processes that are in place and they're causing frustration. Again, the office perhaps that asks you to work and says that you're needed on the streets, you then have to apply for them for permission to work. Then you have to store that on your desktop and then submit it again back to the same office in order to get payment. So that's the sort of thing that's, I know it sounds like a small thing, but that's indicative of the, the, the bureaucracy and the, the, the nonsense that's going on in the guards at the minute. And that's the sort of thing, not one particular thing, but it's the sort of thing that one of the thousand things that lead to people, that there's yeah. a sense of frustration and... and uh, 
uh, disillusioned with our members, and again, it's all about admin and stuff. But certainly, yeah, that's 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 in, in, in indicative of the sort of yeah. uh, thing. I mean, one of on. the the Gardi uh, said that the admin has become so time consuming that even when people check in, by the time they do all the paperwork that they have to do, there may be no time left to go out. Yes, people are just completely overwhelmed and swamped with uh, emails and then jobs that have to be done, which is really. But we call it box ticking, which is, I suppose, a bit of a flipping phrase. But when they log on to their desktop or to their workstation, the amount of jobs they have to, they have to complete in relation to incidents that will never actually be progress, and that has been completely exacerbated by a system that's called IMS, which has been rolled out nationally, and it's, it's already running in a couple of rural divisions, but we actually believe it will actually bring the entire system to a halt if something is not done uh, in relation to the busier districts uh, in, around the country and in the Dublin. So that's, again, one of the things that we have behind the scenes been raising for over two years and making very little progress and getting very little traction with Garda management. It's also uh, been suggested that with the depletion of the force, people retiring and people uh, leaving the force for uh, other jobs, that um, that 10 million might be hard to spend. There may not be enough officers to actually do the work that's required to spend that 10 million. Yes, that, that is a problem that we're seeing uh, increasingly is that the members who are, who are being asked to work, a lot of them are turning down those shifts. And we're seeing Gary from across the country being drafted into places like Temple Bar. So we have the situation where people, I think, came from as far away as Galway to police uh, Temple Bar. So, I mean, it's, it's again, yeah, indicative we, we, of how... You probably weren't in the position to hear us, but uh, just before 10 o'clock we were talking about Galway and the lack of police visible on the ground in Air Square and uh, the violence that happened last weekend and so on. Uh, but there's one positive about dragging Gardaí in from Galway into Temple Bar they're coping with similar Temple Bar-like problems in Galway City. So they'll have experience. That's true, Pat. But again, that's in, again we talk about just the overall atmosphere of policing and, and the level of confidence of our members and of the public. And we see increasingly these situations where there simply aren't enough Gardaí on the scene, on, on, on duty available to deal with what could reasonably be expected to occur. So that's part of the overall... Uh, disenfranchisement of our members and we see that just the police service that we used that we once knew and we understood and we worked just is simply failing and there's nobody listening and nobody really taking willing to address the issues that are some of them are quite simple and that is I suppose contributed again to where we are today so the, the concerns of our members are not that dissimilar from the concerns of the public and I suppose we're unique as, as a trade not a trade union as a, as a staff association we're actually asking to be more productive we're asking to be allowed to do our job we're asking to do what the public wants to do and the internal systems are stopping us from performing to our best so it's a very unique situation we believe All right. well look Brendan thank you very much for joining us and we hope to hear from you before 12 uh, tomorrow when the result of that uh, vote will be known that's Brendan O'Connor President of the Garda Representative Association uh, Conor Lally Irish Times Crime Security Correspondent listening uh, to that Conor good morning Hiya Pat Now uh, it's widely anticipated that that vote will be a vote of no confidence rather than confidence in uh, Drew Harris Uh, what impact might that have? Yeah, I mean, I think it. Um, I certainly do think that the you know GRA will vote no confidence in him. Um, and really, when we say GRA, well, obviously, Pat, what we're talking about is the rank and file guards all over the country. 
So it's an unprecedented move that, you know, rank and file Gardaí would vote no confidence in the Gardaí commissioner. You know, we haven't been here before and we don't really know what's going to happen next. Um, what we do know is that it doesn't really have any impact on Drew Harris's, you know, standing um, in terms of his job. So no matter what way the vote goes, he keeps his job. The Taoiseach has come out as well and, you know, uh, supported them on that. So, uh, you know... Uh, it has no direct impact on him, but having said that, I think it'll really sour uh, relations between himself and, and his workforce. And I think it's a blow to him. I mean, if I was in his shoes, I would be embarrassed, I'd be angry, and so on. And he only just has under two years left in Garda Shia as the commissioner. And I suspect this thing will probably hang over him um, if it is passed. It'll, mm. it'll, you know, hang over him for the rest of his term, I would have thought. Yeah. He did indicate to us when he was on the programme recently that uh, he regards his tenure as Commissioner of the Angar the Shikona as the acme of his career, the summit of his ambitions. Uh, he seemed to suggest that, you know, he's not going to go off to another police force uh, in an active role. Uh, I've no doubt he would be in demand for other kinds of roles in uh, the general security apparatus around Europe, for example. But uh, this, in terms of active policing, might be his uh, swan song. Uh, so he would not like to, to leave it, I think, on a, on a sour note. But uh, moving on then to uh, what he's trying to do, and he will probably say that, you know, you're at the moment breaking eggs to make omelettes and you hope that the omelette will work out, that all of these new systems will streamline Garda activity. But the experience of members on the ground seems to be one of frustration. Uh, frustration. Yeah, I mean, I actually interviewed uh, Drew Harris as well last month. And, you know, one of the things that you will hear, you know, that I hear nearly every day from talking to Garda members is that, you know, bureaucracy, form filling, um, time behind a computer screen, that seems to be taking up more of their day. So they say um, they're frustrated by that. I don't think they enjoy that kind of work. And they also feel that their time would be, you know, Better spent out on the out on the out on the streets, um, policing. So I did put that to Drew Harris, and look, he said, "What you're trying to do is you're trying to standardise the policing service all over the country. You're trying to ensure that the service that people in Kerry or Carlow get is the same as anywhere else in Ireland." Um, and he believes that you have to have the admin in place. You have to have the checks and balances in place. You have to have you know re- uh, record keeping that's up to uh, scratch and all of that and which can be examined then if anything goes wrong it's an inquiry to try and establish who is at fault and where this thing went wrong he basically his argument is is that once you standardise uh, policing all over the country you can then begin to raise that standard so he is basically saying that, look, this may be unpopular, people may not be happy about it, but this is the way any good police force operates in 2023. People will get used to it, they will, it'll be you know, streamlined, and that in the long term, it'll help improve the guard of service all over the country. That's his view on it. Um, but he's certainly not happy with the GRA vote. Um, having said that, he believes that it's mainly over Garda rosters and he believes, you know, that's the big issue. Um, and he really plans to just carry on in his job after this vote. 
All right, well, uh, Connor, we shall see what the result is. Greatly anticipated, I think, uh, to be a no-confidence vote in Drew Harris, but uh, we shall see. Connor Lally, Irish Times Crime and Security Editor, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.